so General Sows. Okay, so so is it <laughs> your entire life? Is it General Sows or General Sows? It's not a real person, so I don't really know. Do you know I that? For, you don't know yes, that? Yeah. Yes, I do. No, I googled it. It's, it's not a real person. It's not a real person. It's on the it's internet. on the it's on well, the internet. Yeah, no, it's got to be real. It's clearly. Yeah, it's do not you a real believe person. everything on the internet? Dude? And it's an it American thing. Um, you do, Seb. That's a conspiracy theory, dude. I've always thought General So. Is it General Sow? Am I wrong? I think, I think it's Sal. General So. How is it spelled? Is, is, is it T-S-O? Because yeah, if it's T-S-O, yeah. T-S-O, it's So. Well, you know. It's, it but, is So. <laughs> you know, I don't like any of you, so we're going to move on. <laughs> I'm not even right. afraid. It's, it's, it's okay. You know, like, I, I, I'm just trying to get to the bottom of the answers that you have wrong. And we're working through it. We're working through it together. We're all learning together that that you're wrong. All right. We're correcting things. That's what we're doing. That's what we do on this show is we correct things. It's a time for learning, guys. It is a time for learning. Okay. It's a teachable moment. It's a teachable moment. Make it. Make it as a podcast. Make it. Make it as a Welcome to Bacon is My Podcast, a show that is brought to you by GrillYourAssOff.com, mm-hmm. by DrinkWildBills.com, mm-hmm. and by Poddex.com, where you can get 10% off your entire order by using the promo code BACON. Because everything is better with bacon. You can also find us at, or I'm sorry, our other sponsor is at Manscaped.com. Yeah. Manscaped.com is going to make you feel fresh, feel confident, feel good about yourself. Shine those and marbles. keep those sharbles. Uh, those sharbles. Keep the sharbles. Easy for me to say. Yeah. Marble shiny. <laughs> and you use the promo code BACONPOD and get 20% off and free shipping. Jim Z. Yes. We're here together now, but in a minute... We're not going to be. No. We're going to be remote as fuck. Yeah, this is magic that's happening this right now. Magic. This is like a mind freak. Sorcery. Sorcery. You might not uh, hear the difference if you're listening to the show, but if you do hear a slight difference, it is because we were remote for this episode and this right. interview that we were doing. I was in South Carolina. Yes. Jim was in New York. Yes. And uh, the show must go on. Yes. That's what we do. Indeed. Uh, before we move forward with our fun interview with Tim from Telltale, uh, Jim Z, let's let's uh, kick it over to the peeps over in Rivals. Oh yeah, let's see what's up with Rivals. Why don't we play a game right now and play what's on Kaylee's TV screen? Oh, Ooh, what's on Kaylee's TV screen? There's no uh, Zoom <laughs> option here. Good luck. It's an anime. It's, it's frozen. Oh. It's an old okay, anime. It's, uh, it's an old anime. It's uh, Is it... last, uh, last, uh, the Last Airbender. No, 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 no. That's that's like American anime, bro. That's not Cowboy anime, Bebop. Bro. No, Ameri- I was gonna, American I was gonna say anime. Cowboy Bebop too. I was totally not gonna say Bebop. Cowboy Bebop too, but I don't it think is it is. Feudal Japan. Feudal oh, Japan. Oh, okay. Ninja Scroll. No. What are you watching that on? Is that on Netflix? What is uh, that? On? What is this on? Funimation. Funimation. Okay. Wait, hold oh, on. Cody's watching it. Oh, we both that are. That makes sense. It's Samurai Shampoo. 
Clue or whatever. Oh, that's a good okay. one. Uh, I, I, used watch, uh, I used to watch. I used to watch Helsing. Helsing on Funimation. All the Helsing time. was tight. Helsing was super tight. Yeah, absolutely. I watched the really Darwin's game. What's it's that? I'm sorry. Do you guys Darwin's remember Trigun? Yes, Josh. Trigun? I literally. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm literally watching it right now. Uh, they're about to take it off of Hulu. Yeah. Trigun. They're about to take it off of Hulu. HBO Max. I don't know, but it's on one of them. Trigun is. <laughs> okay. But, yes, Josh. I was also a big fan of Helsing. <laughs> Nice. That tattoo will be happening on me at some point. Do it. Absolutely. Sick, actually. 100%. You totally do that shit. When you 100%. see it. I need what someone that's good at line work because it gets smaller and smaller and smaller. That's what so, she said. But when you're with us? That's not what she said. That's not what she said. You're wrong, Kaylee. That's not what she's getting said. Smaller, she, smaller. She honestly didn't say anything at all because it was inconsequential. <laughs> awful awful it just didn't matter at all it just left no impression <laughs> nothing matters if you really think about it what oh, that's the that's only thing true. that matters is dark yeah oh, man, Nobody? okay there it is i, I got like, it I'm, i got no, it that's crazy. i like it i like just, it oh my god i i and got it matters out now and also we're gonna go to brooklyn and see you guys uh tonight yeah and everybody else should go see you guys tonight as well oh okay so we're coming back is what he's saying we're we're about to cut to break no 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 back. there's no break there's like a, a thing where it was oh, I mean, we're I, gonna... in my mind i was like oh cool i get separated there we're and then done we talked about right anime we're done boom and now we're talking about tonight's show and finally some general so's or sow's chicken did you it only did took you do it already Two weeks. You know, it was two two weeks. Four episodes, two weeks. That is the craziest marination for chicken. Especially what do you use? What do you use for the breading? Especially for that's 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 what's super important. What do you use it for the breading? Flour. Uh Sorry, I'm sorry. Uh huh. Yeah. Talk with with your mouthful. Don't be don't be Mm. weird. No, silence um, is good for a podcast. I do like a flour um, cornstarch like mixture, and I'll oh. dip it into eggs, put it back in the cornstarch, and then um, deep fry the bitch. Gets crispy and, that way. And what kind of like what are you using for the sauce? Because Jen, my wife, she makes she makes some pretty dope uh, uh, sesame chicken, mm, but she uses like ketchup and yeah. honey and stuff, and it's mm-hmm. like use ketchup for. Chinese yeah. food, come on! But yeah, it, I usually it make fucking a, works. Yeah, it does. I typically make like a honey sesame chicken when I make like like sesame chicken, um, just because I like the thicker element of the honey, and and then I also like it really sweet when I do it. So I like add brown sugar, all that shit. So honey and brown sugar. That's yeah. Ooh, I just like sweet. to die, and then dark, um, soy sauce and stuff matter. Yeah, it matters. Dark matter. Yeah. Dark matter. I got it at an Asian market. Or black soy sauce. That's what it's called. Black oh. soy sauce. All right. I don't think I've ever seen that. It's like really thick, like <laughs> viscousy. It's That's like, it's like uh, motor oil. <laughs> it's pretty good. That's what she but... said. Viscousy. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, That's oh. how I like my men. Viscousy. <laughs> viscousy is <Ew. laughs> awful. It's such an awful word. 
Ugh, awful. It's worse uh, than moist. So yeah, we're gonna go see you guys tonight, and uh, we're gonna bother you and all that stuff. Yeah, it's gonna, gonna be, be fun. super annoying. We're gonna be before your show. We're gonna try and make everybody's stomach and mouth feel terrible. Yeah. <clears throat> Yay. <Perfect>. And then <laughs> after the show, we're just gonna be hanging out. So. <laughs> You'll be able to give us the finger afterwards. It'll be great. It'll be, <laughs> It'll be great all around. Uh, my house is about 40 minutes away. There's only one bathroom, so sorry. So you're not Bad going yourself, there. Guys. We get, 40 we minutes away. Out. Stop that conversation <laughs> right there. <laughs> all right, guys. So we're going to go to the next thing. You Bye. mean we're, we're leaving them now, and we're going to come back later. Yeah, I guess so. All right. That's what's up with Rivals. That is that is Dark Matter out now. Go see them on tour. Buy your tickets. All that stuff. We are rvls.com. Uh, but today we're here to talk to our buddy Tim from Telltale. If you listen to the seven questions, you got to know a little bit more about him. He's a cool dude. We have a great conversation coming up all about music, all about recording. Recording and yeah. Yeah. Just That's band, what we do. Band stuff. <laughs> That's the things we do. Uh, but yeah, had a great conversation with him. He's a very cool guy. So definitely um, jump on, take a listen, but also go check out Telltale if you haven't already. Really, really check good out band. their music. Really good band. Indeed. And uh, check them out live soon. And uh, yeah, let's get to that interview. How about now? Now. 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 All right, guys, we're going to take a quick time out. Uh, we want to tell you all about our awesome sponsor, Manscaped. Manscaped.com. Uh, we've been telling you about them since the beginning of the year. We've been users for years. Uh, but now they've put out the new Ultra Premium Collection. And what the Ultra Premium Collection includes is a two-in-one shampoo conditioner, a body wash, a hydrating body spray, deodorant, and lip balm. And uh, what you do is you go to the pro, uh, to the shopping cart. Yep. You put all your things in there. Yep. And when you're done, you use the promo code BACONPOD and you get 20% off and free shipping. I'm going to stop for one second and I'm just going to let you guys know that I've actually been using this stuff for the last two weeks. I got my order two weeks ago and I've been using it every day. And so I'm just going to give you a super fast review. The shampoo conditioner is awesome. My hair feels great. It doesn't feel dry. It's not loaded down. It's not weighted down. And it, it actually feels really good. The body wash is awesome. It lathers up really great. I use a very little bit of it. I'm kind of like a uh, sponge guy, so I'll put it on the sponge, loofah, or whatever you want to call it. Uh, and it's awesome. The, uh, the surprise for me has been the uh the body spray mm -hmm. it's really awesome i never used anything like that before i got it and i was like ah what's this gonna do i'll tell you what as a person with tattoos man my arms feel dry every now and then and sometimes for you of you that have tattoos you understand that like when it gets dry you start to feel like a raised up area for where mm -hmm. your tattoo was this actually it smells great and it feels great and it keeps you hydrated my hands my arms my tattoos that's what i've really used it on i haven't done the whole body or anything like that uh, i do use all the other products i use the crop preserver i use the foot spray at night i don't use it during the day because the might reviver as well wet. for a midday spritz yeah 100 uh, percent. that is the, not included in this but the wipes are key you can all use this stuff oh, here we go here we go. We got the wipes too. Yep. You can use all this stuff. 
Um, and you can get 20% off on all of these things. And, of course, their flagship, Lawnmower 4.0, which I was skeptical. I had the 3.0. Mm-hmm. They gave us a 4.0. I was like, how much better could it be? It's better. It's way better. I've nicked my sack on the 3.0. And I've nicked my sack zero times on the 4.0. Right. So go ahead. Go to manscaped.com. Use the promo code BACONPOD. Get 20% off. Get free shipping. And support a really awesome brand that we believe in. And support the show a little bit. It's really good, guys. I don't care. If it's not good, I'd tell you. Because I don't care. Right. So It doesn't matter to me. But... Honestly, like I'd use this stuff whether we had a discount or not. And I use our promo discount because that's what we have. <laughs> so have the same discount that we do. Indeed. And go over to manscaped.com and use Bacon Pod as your discount. Hey, we are Web Estate and this is Bacon is my podcast. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Bacon is my podcast. What's uh, that? that sweet radio voice? Yeah, well, you know, we are uh, the top-rated um, podcast in Ghana about music with the the word bacon in the title. Yeah. So We know our niche. That's the thing. <laughs> I mean, we were number 37, I believe. Yeah. I didn't know they were going to listen to us, but that's cool. Thank you, Ghana. Thank you. This Shout is out, Ghana. That's pretty awesome. This is I'd about, like to go there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. This is not about us, though. This is about our guest, ladies and gentlemen, bassist of the band Telltale out of Rich- Richmond, Virginia, Tim Fogg. What's going on, dude? Not too much. Um, you know, just hanging in there. It's the weekend, just kind of chilling and, uh, you know, sitting. I don't know. Not much happening right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Uh, you know, so uh, I actually... Uh, my wife has my wife Jen has some some family down in Virginia. Uh, we did the what's your bacon and seven questions, uh, and we asked about pizza. When I went to go visit her family down in Virginia, the best pizza there was at Costco, <laughs> at the stand, at the snack stand, according to them. And uh, so we're from New York, and um, I just wasn't going to cut it. <laughs> Uh, that sounds pretty accurate, unfortunately, as I've also had New York pizza, and I don't think anywhere in Virginia can really touch that. So you you might have found the best possible option at Costco. Wow. Wow. I, I'm sorry. I'm, I feel bad for you guys. It's but, yeah. but but you're in a band and you guys hit the road. I'm, I'm we sure. Do. Right. So yeah. what what are some of your like your favorite road spots, your favorite places to go like uh, You've obviously done East Coast runs and stuff like that, so um, you, you've played with some some great bands in the past. You know, real friends, assuming we survive, as it is um, a menagerie of awesome bands. So, what's your what's your your spot your your tour spot? Um, we we have a couple different ones. I'd say um, we like uh, we like in it. We've been in and out a couple times. That's pretty cool. Um, I'm a big fan of Bucky's down in like Texas. If y'all are familiar with that, it's, um, it's basically like Wawa, but like the Costco version of Wawa. So they have like a hundred to like 150 gas pumps and like a literal like store inside of this convenience store that sells everything beaver related. Um, 
So whenever we pass that place, you got to stop. It's, it's just is what it is. Um, and then aside from that, we like to go to um, like taco trucks. Like if we're playing like California or the West Coast, we do like local, um, you know, like taco stands and stuff like that. Um, They're just literally like on the side of the road. Um, but we like to just find, you know, cool spots to eat if um, prefer not to hit McDonald's every day, but just something cool and different. Like if we're in, you know, like the, a different region like Chicago, we tried like a deep dish and then like Louisiana, we tried um, you know, like a Cajun food and stuff like that. So, um, just kind of depends. Yeah. What's the point of, uh, of being on the road and, and going to new places if you're not going to like try their thing. Exactly. Every town's got a thing, you know, and it's like, you got to find it. You got to find that thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Like whenever we go up to Philly, we always eat at, um, Jim's like cheesesteak place or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, You guys know Jim's that's, that's what you got to know. Everybody goes, Oh, Max, uh, uh, what's it? Pat's or Geno's? Yep. Which, yep. by the way, Pat's. But uh, above <laughs> but, all, but gyms, yeah, gyms, gyms, yeah. We um we had played up there like a couple times, and I was like, yeah, I think we're gonna go over to, you know, Pat's or Geno's, and they're like, no, you're not. You're gonna go to gyms, and I was like, I don't know what that is. And then the eyes were opened, and uh, I don't go anywhere else. So it was awesome. Nice. That's that's the best part of like, uh, and and you guys are being a band that's like in touch with your fan base. That mm-hmm. that when you do go to places with them, those are the those are your people that are gonna let you know where all the cool shit is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're gonna they're gonna find like if you're in one of those bands that you're gonna go on the road, talk to your fans. Don't be one of those bands that's just like, okay, we're in, we're out. Like talk to your fans. They'll they'll let you know the spots. They'll bring you to the good. Sometimes they'll bring you to their house. I can't tell you how many times like I've gotten a great meal cooked for me while I slept on someone's couch, but also like, no, you need to go to this restaurant. You need to go to this bar. You need to go to this spot. Yeah, definitely a benefit of the, uh, the former guest card here. Uh, I, I reached out to, uh, falling through April, uh, and Dan got back to me and said, I was just like, Hey, listen, where can I see a rock show? Where can I, where, where's a good spot to go? You know, at night and stuff like that. So he, he got back to me. So shout out to Dan from falling through April. That was pretty sweet of him. Um, but that being said, Richmond, you guys are from Richmond, Virginia. Uh, you guys are all about the culture, the art. You guys all say that it's a, uh, like a very creative environment. Uh, tell us a little bit more about Richmond and its impact on you guys, your music, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We've all, you know, been in Richmond our, or like most of us have been in Richmond our whole lives. So we've grown up here and everything. Um, I love, I think I always call it like the biggest, littlest town, like, you know, in the country, we have um, 200,000 people here, I think like in the metropolitan area, but I feel like you can always go out to like a bar or, or something like any random weekend and see a friend or somebody, you know, um, as far as like, you know, creative, aspects go um we all kind of grew up in like the richmond diy punk scene or like the metalcore and like hardcore scene um so there's a lot of like um we were, we were always going to shows like when we were like you know 15 16 years old catching um who was ever playing like down at the canal club or um you know we had alley cats here um but yeah we just richmond is kind of like i feel like it's downtown areas like kind of grimy a little bit like um it's not very clean here but um we just like being from like the dirty south i guess is what they say um and uh 
it's just cool. We just have like a bunch of different, you know, influences from the city, like Lamb of Gods from here, Gore, um, Conditions. We have like Jason Mraz and then, you know, just, just random artists. I feel like all kind of contribute to what we kind of do now. Um, just pull from a weird background of influences, but it's very like Richmondy, I guess. That's cool that you guys had places growing up that you could go see, uh, that you could go see music. I know, um, like when I was growing up, I grew up in the Midwest. I grew up in like uh, West Lafayette, Indiana. That's where I was growing up. And there was like a few, like there's like a record store that does punk shows out in the back and you would get those like every, every month. Um, or there'd be like another record store that would have someone be at an in-store or something like that. But really there was no place other than that for, for us to go see anything live other than going to see like a major artist at like an outdoor concert or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you had like, you had a few places growing up that, that you were able to go check out and see all different kinds of music. What, like, at what point do you think that started to kind of like seep in and, and, and have an influence on kind of the music that you wanted to make and the music and the way that you were making it? Um, probably when I was like about like eight, we were about 18 or so, like the, the pop punk scene here was like really coming up. There was some really solid um, bands that could pull, you know, like two and 300 people for like a local show here. And um, I also like helped book out uh, this like DIY space called a uh, yellow house here in Richmond. My friend owns mm -hmm. like this house and um, we convert like basically his living room into a floor space. Um, we've had like bands like Belmont Capstan there and just, wow. Um, nice. some cooler, like Grey Haven, I think played there one time and we, How should um, roll? yeah, I'm all about like, um, accessibility and just like having all ages spaces where we can have, um, you know, high school kids or people that, that really aren't like involved with the music scene come out and like check out a gig. Um, so I'm all about like, you know, being like inclusive as far as that goes. Um, and that kind of started back, um, I'd say, you know, probably around you know, when I was 18 or so, just seeing everyone be very receptive to everyone. And it's kind of like a very close knit, like um, family here in the, the DIY scene. So I pretty much know everybody here and everybody knows me. And it's just kind of nice to be able to go to a show and, you know, see like everybody, you know, and it's like, how's it going? Like, right, right. You know? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't know. I guess that answers the question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you, do you remember, do you remember like a show or a moment or something like that where, where you had your like, Oh shit! I have to do this. Like I want to. I want to do. Like, was do you have a band or do you have like a, a time that that you can remember that was just like, up. Oh, this is my life now. I'm not. I'm not doing anything but this. This is how it's gonna go. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There was this. Um. This church, like, the like church DIY space. It's kind of near the the west end of Richmond. Like, probably about ten. Uh, way longer than that. Probably like 13, 15 years ago. They had like um, just metalcore bands from like the state of Virginia play like every two weeks. And it would be just these really like, I mean, the bands weren't very good. Like in, you know, hindsight, you're like, all right, that, that probably is not the best, you know, music or whatever. But like the culture and just like um, everybody there was like so receptive. And it was just nice to be um, like my mom and dad didn't really like me going to metalcore shows and, you know, hearing somebody, you know, screaming about Jesus or whatever, but it was like, since it was like, kind of like in the church realm, they're like, oh, it must be okay. Right, right. Um, we can, we'll let this one slide. Yeah, like, oh, they're at this church, it must be fine. Um, it, and it just kind of progressed from that. So just, um, 
you know, seeing those type of shows. And then I was really into guitar here at the time um, and started playing, getting really, you know, serious about like kind of that type thing. And then I eventually right. bought my own guitar and um, started forming like, you know, bands and stuff. So I definitely say, you know, going all the way back to kind of those like church DIY shows, it was just like really eye opening for me to see that you can just pack a bunch of people into a room and like, you know, play a four today cover or something and then kids go crazy. And it's just kind of funny. Right. <laughs> now, yeah, now I, that you're, now that you're good at, uh, at playing bass and, uh, sure <laughs> do you play, do you play guitar as well? And yeah. Yeah. Um, when you go back to guitar hero, are you like, how the hell was I ever good at this? Or were you able to kind of maintain staying good at that? I am so bad. I'm like, <laughs> what happened? Um, I used to be able to play like a bunch of things on like expert, like even, right. nothing like too crazy, but like, you know, I could get through all the songs pretty well, but I can't even play like anything. I don't, I don't even try because it's not really like, the same I do me, as far as the thought process goes. Yeah, my brain shut off for one when it went on for the other. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. 100%. When it came to when it came to Guitar Hero, I was I always thought that okay, the drums, like if you if you were a musician, if you played guitar or whatever, and you can hold a beat, you are awesome at drums on Guitar Hero. Right. Yeah, because you have a concept of it. I feel like a lot of people like they they go more with like the um, with the uh, the lyrics and stuff like that. And I, I found that like a lot of the Guitar Hero notes and stuff were all by like the 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 oh, melody rhythm. Yeah. yeah, the whole thing's rhythm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was always terrible at Guitar Hero except for drums. And then when they came out with drums, I was like, I'm in. <laughs> I could never do the drums. I feel like it um, without, well, I guess when they had like the world tour one out and it had like the symbols up top. Yeah. You know, kind of like that. Like that was a bit like more realistic, but just like, I don't know. It was oh, like yeah, harder just the pads. Yeah. Those. Do you also play drums? Um, Like occasionally. Yeah. Um, I have like a little electronic kit and like our drummers drum set set up in like the top of my house. So, right. Right. Um, yeah. I kind of play whenever I can just, I don't know. I'm not very good, but it's something to do. Dude, I, <laughs> I, 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 up, man. It's 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 better yeah, than you can do any of it. It amazes me. It's it's better than hopping on a treadmill. Yeah, yeah. You oh, can I just beat the drums for like 15 minutes, and it's like, all right, I, I I'm done. Out. <laughs> I, awesome. Yeah, I don't know how you guys do. I get behind drums, and I'm like, okay, so wait, my arm on my leg, wait, and then my other leg, that wait, and then my other arm. Yeah. I, I, I can't wrap my head around it. Like I play, I can play guitar. I can play bass. I can sing, get me behind drums. And I'm like, sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'm going to get out from back here before I break something. That's why you yeah, got to do electronic drums, electronic drums. You, you're all, 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 always way better. You're always yeah, have, better than you actually are. I have a set of electronic yeah. drums right here and uh, I'm not any better. <laughs> Annie, Annie's probably great. She, yes, my 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 girlfriend my girlfriend plays uh, and she plays sings plays guitar plays drums she does everything she's she's awesome, awesome. Uh, punk band called uh, Jackknife Stiletto if anybody wants to check them out shout yes. out to Jackknife Stiletto yeah yeah I'll check them out yeah definitely they're really good yeah uh, so so you said your the the band is up in your house so what do you have set up is it is it like a do you have like a your own recording studio like for obviously you're working with you're big working with some uh, you know Zach Jones who does like 
okay, guys, you know, fever three, 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 a little lotus, that kind of stuff. <laughs> no big deal. No big deal. But like, do, do you guys track it at, at home now or anything like that? Like how, how did you having the practice space um, affect you guys? And then especially with COVID, you know, that, that was another thing that I actually, I built a practice space. Uh, oh, okay. So, you know, how, how'd that, how'd that impact you guys? Do you guys record on your own? Um, we do. Yeah. We do some demoing on our own. All the drums that we do are like electronic that are like just programmed. Um, the drum kit is actually in my house because we shot the lie Royale video in here, like pretty much the whole video in my house. Um, so the drum scenes from that are actually like, we just left it up there, like untouched. Um, we don't practice like a ton, unfortunately, unless there's like a show, which yeah. um, probably sounds horrible to everyone listening to this, but we all practice like on our own quite a bit. Um, our vocalist, John, actually relocated to Nashville about six months ago. And um, and our guitarist, Bryce, is like coming off of like a knee surgery. So it's just been, you know, kind of getting back into the swing of things right. as far as that goes. But we all practice individually. Um, and, you know, when we have like a tour or something, we'll dedicate like quite a few days just to making sure we don't sound terrible. Well, um, I, think, <laughs> I, I think that's that's important to, to bring up. And I, I think that a lot of people uh, out there listening, uh, they just they think of the old way of, OK, well, a band is four or five, six people in a space that just slam chords and drums for hours and hours and hours and. And that's how that's what a band is. They they go in, they sweat this gross, and that is the a way to do it. But uh, there are a lot of bands who write and record and do things remotely, and then they you know, like you said, you practice, you practice on your own, you you learn your own things. But then when it comes showtime, you rehearse, you figure your shit out you get you get things together and and that's that's how you do it that's kind of how how i've been doing it for a little while now too i I only have two official members in my band and uh you know when we need somebody to play bass or guitar or you know he's one of them i am one of them (laughs) (laughs) sometimes sometimes but yeah like uh yeah it's 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 a different world out there and it's it's very different and yeah I, i love that that you guys are, especially with your singer relocating, I think it's great that you guys are still able to continue to be a band together. That's, that's huge. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I would say back to the whole, like getting in a room and just kind of jamming thing. We um, like all of our previous bands that we were in before telltale, we all did that like type of method where we would just, all right, it's let's play like songs for six hours straight and like try and write a song. Like, in this room like if i lock everyone in the, this like storage unit or this room we're gonna write like a song and it's gonna be sick um and now like we kind of do like the second method you t- you said there um we demo a lot on our own like um we'll normally record 30 seconds to like a minute of a song and then compile like 30 to like 50 smaller tracks like that and then when we go to record we start pulling out like ideas from these demos showing them to zach and then he'll be like all right that one sounds cool let's work that one or like you know no that sucks um he's essentially like a fifth 
member of our band. Um, he's we've been recording with him for like four or five years now, and he just yeah. understands like the vision of what we're going for, and it's just really easy for us to communicate with him. And like we come from the same background, same parts of like Virginia and everything, and we just get each other. So um, I think it's a little bit unique, kind of how we write. I, I don't think too many bands do that, um, um, but ours isn't really like. It's not like really a choice. It's just kind of like what we do, I guess. Right. Well, you find what works, you know, and it is yeah. so important to have that, like having that producer slash having that guy engineer that's not playing, that's an outside ear, but gets you and understands what the band's voice is, you know, because that's I think that's the one thing every band is kind of like searching for at the beginning is you got to find like what's your band's voice that yeah. it's going to put out there. Um, it's easy for take four or five guys, put them in a room and make them sound like anyone. You can kind of do that. Uh, but, but then to find out like who you, who that four or five guys is, um, and, and what that voice is and what those people are trying to say and all that kind of stuff is really important. And to have that outside ear has got to be super valuable. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So I'd say, yeah, we we I think with these these upcoming tracks we have that we've definitely like found more of our um, you know voice per se. Um, our last record, Timeless Youth, was more of like a straightforward like pop punk song or a pop punk um, album. And you know, with this one, we've kind of been experimenting with some different like elements. Um, you know, been trying to sound like Seether on one song, and then you know, like another song, we might try and sound completely different and just kind of whatever makes sense and kind of what we're kind of feeling. So I love that. Like I, lo I love leaning into the influence. Like that's something that, that my band definitely kind of uh, found ourselves like totally throwing ourselves into over the last over COVID and everything, because it was like, okay, we're not putting a record out. Let's put out singles. And this single kind of has a cheap trick vibe. Well, let's really lean into it and let's do synths and extra vocals and this and that and the other. Well, this one has a, uh, motorhead vibe so let's really lean into it and let's dial back those guitar tones and let's get my buddy mike to come scream on a track and let's do this let's do that i think finding that um and and having that freedom and that ability to be like we're not one thing we're we're one idea and this is our thing but we all like different styles and we're not afraid to put them in that's one thing i really like about your guys sound is that like you you grab a song like um you grab a song like cobain and you've got one, you've got like a female vocalist on part of the song as well. You've got, um, you know, that you kind of bring that bridge down into almost like a, there's almost like a like a like a hip hoppy vibe in parts of it that's going on, too. But then you have this like aggressive, like rock song that's the heart of it all. That's kind of incorporating this stuff. And then um, and then you've got, you know. You've got the new song, Lie Way Out, that that has a different vibe entirely, but it still is you guys and it still sounds like you guys. Right. Uh, I think that's really cool. I think that's a cool way to do it. We'll be right back. This episode of Bacon is My Podcast is brought to you by drinkwildbills.com and growyourassoff.com. Use promo code BACON to get 10% off your entire order. Yeah. Uh, grilling season is never over, and you always want to quench your thirst, and why not do it with some craft-made beverages by yeah, the, Wild Bills? The two work together pretty awesome. Yeah. 
agreed. So go ahead, hit them up, check it out. It helps them, which are awesome companies, and it helps us. It helps us, and it helps you. And it helps you to because you like live del- a more flavorful life. You like delicious things in your mouth, indeed. So do go it. do it now. Do it. Hi, I'm AJ from Werewolves, and you've been consuming bacon. It's my podcast. Um, I also like how DIY you guys kind of are. You do all your own videos. You do all your own, you know, like you guys write your own songs. That was one thing that like I've heard in a couple different interviews where you guys talked about like, if you're not writing your own songs, are they your songs? Is it your band? <laughs> um, that not type yet, of idea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I saw uh, on your Twitter, um, Bryce Marshall, who you did the video with, put up a little short video of uh, of someone um, uh, rolling him on a hand truck uh, to to get zoom in shots of you uh, playing bass for the video. Yeah, and I love just that idea of like, okay, here's some hacks that we do because we don't have a uh, hundred thousand dollar steady gigs for cameras to, to move them around and we're not paying for all this stuff. We're, we're doing this with people that are creative and good at what they do and good at working with what they have. What are some like things that you remember or ways that you guys have, like, do you remember that? Do you remember like, I'm sure you remember playing bass and having someone on a hand truck be rolled in front of you and back of you. What are some, some other like kind of like DIY things that you guys have done? Or that you kind of that stood out to you was like, a, oh man, that works. So yeah, throw um, them out to some of our people that are that are shooting their own videos and doing their own music. Yeah, the so the hand truck idea um, back when we were filming like one of our first music videos back in like 2018, we we had this guy fly over from uh, from like Europe, and he didn't have. He's a really really great like video producer. He did like our Rose video and like the Timeless Youth videos. Mm-hmm. Um, but he just didn't have like a ton of like his gear. Cause obviously he flew over here. Right. Um, so he told us to like, get a hand, like get a hand truck, like the little cart thing. And he's like, yeah, just bring that. We'll, we'll use that. And I'm like, I don't really understand how this works. <laughs> well, the, he gets, he got pushed around for like the entirety of those two shoots, like on a hand truck. And he's like, I can mimic like literally anybody's like professional video using this like cheap little hack thing. And no one can tell and it looks sick and it's like, oh, okay. So when we've been filming our stuff um, here recently, um, Bryce has recently gotten to like videography and like um, photos. And then John does um, a lot of our graphic design, pretty much does all of our merch designs and stuff. Um, he remembered that kind of trick to like, I don't have a gimbal, so you have to push me around on this hand truck around your house. It's like, okay, whatever makes it look the best, you know? Right. Um, so that's a cool trick. Um, we used a bunch of ring lights from like uh, Walmart and stuff to help with the lighting for that shoot. Um, okay. That's so awesome. very interesting. As yeah, I mean, I didn't think it was going to work, but I guess I mean, I guess it worked. Um, <laughs> and then I'm trying to think if there's any other hacks that we kind of had. Um, we taped a lot of like lights and stuff to like different parts of the um different parts of the house when we were filming it like with duct tape and stuff and it surprisingly worked um but yeah we're pretty i'd say we're i mean we have like root obviously like you know putting out our music and everything but yeah as far as like 
kind of the day-to-day stuff goes, yeah, we're pretty, pretty DIY. John, like I said, does all of our merch. Um, and then we order like everything ourselves and, you know, have relationships with all like merch now and like all these companies and stuff. Um, and then I handle a lot of our booking too. Um, so pretty like, I'd say about like half the tours we've done, I've booked them, um, and stuff. So it's just, which isn't easy. No, it is horrible. Booking a tour is booking locally. Eh, okay, fine. Like yeah. you could get, if your band can, can bring, you know, 50 people into a place, you can very easily get it. If you band can bring 20 people into a place, let's be honest here. Right. You can yeah. get into a you lot of places. Something locally. Uh, but booking a tour is not easy. Yeah. It's not. No, yeah, no, I, cool. I, yeah. From my experiences doing that too, it's it's. I, I got to say though, having having a band where you have different members that are that are breaking up those jobs and doing those jobs is is awesome. It's got to be awesome, you know. Like um, yeah, unicorn. I, yeah, like I've I've had situations where where uh, I was taping lights to the wall and I was also uh, booking the tour and I was also designing the merch. It's it, it becomes a lot. So the fact yeah. that you guys kind of are able to work together and work out like. Hey, this one's good at this. This one's good at this. This one's good at this. I'll take this on. Uh, yeah, this is a pain in the ass job, but I'll do it. You know, and like everybody can kind of like grab those roles. Um, that's Amazing. one of the main reasons, like honestly, that bands do find success is because if you have everybody working for that singular goal, then you move forward a lot faster. You know, so that's that's one thing I got to say, and that's probably why you guys are able to write and continue to produce things the way that you are being spread out and not quite as much like having a, you know, like rehearsing five times a week or getting together that often or anything like that as well is that you're just kind of able to stay focused and stay on task with it. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely have to be kind of creative with um, just how we operate on like a day-to-day basis. But yeah, we all have like kind of our individual, you know, tasks and everything that we all kind of know our role. That's, kind of like the backbone of like telltale everybody has a role everybody is good at you know what they do i do the booking and you know handle most of the emails bryce does our social stuff and like he can do a lot of like you know video editing and then we have john who does you know photo editing graphic design and then travis is really good at connecting with people like in person at shows and just you know walking up and talking to a group of people and just like hey what's up uh like here's a sticker you know that's something I don't prefer to do just because I'm, I find it to be awkward, but he can like strike up a conversation with anybody, which is like kind of a gift. So <laughs> some people have that, man. Some, yeah, people, yeah. Have that. some yeah. people have it. Some people don't, some people force themselves ha- to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Some people are, uh, the guy pushing themselves on the hand cart and shooting <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta respect the hustle, you know, whatever anybody's good at. Like, yeah. I can talk to I can go up and talk to anybody at a club without any problem at all, but I cannot stay on top of like I suck at the emails. I just can't. Yeah, I it's just nice can't. Have everyone just to have a role, so it's like we all understand. Like, yeah, uh, you know, I'll just knock this out, and like we'll take care of it and stuff. You know, right? Just That's cool. Things. Um, so for people that are that are listening, and we have been talking about your videos, like, uh, your videos look excellent like like all your videos yeah. look really 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 good um oh, i was totally, like i did a i did a deep dive and watched like everyone i could find 
um, and, and kind of went through all of them. Um, the music's really great too. Like I, I, I became a fan over the last couple of days when I was like figuring out, um, you know, what we were going to talk about and, and what kind of stuff I wanted to bring up. Uh, one thing that I, that stood out to me was, and I'll bring up again, um, both the video for lie away out and the video for Cobain had things that kind of stuck out to me. And they were the ones I watched more cause I know they're more recent. Uh, Cobain was really interesting because, um, it, the storyline video wise was really cool. How it was like kind of highlighting the idea of this, uh, aspiring artist rock and roll lifestyle, right? Like, yeah, we're, it's cool. Cause we're all in a van and we're all driving someplace and we're all playing <laughs> music and we're doing this, but like, it's showing the side of it. That's like, yeah, but I can't pay my rent. And this is really hard. And I'm sleeping in that same van and I'm doing it. And then it tied it all up at the end with, um, your, uh, there was a spot at the end that was just saying how 4.2 million, uh, youth and adults have experienced homelessness and giving your link to standupforkids.org where people can find out more information about that. Um, what, like when you guys were making the video, was that like a, I guess what I'm asking is like, is that a conscious thing from the beginning to go, Hey, we want to kind of wrap this into this cause that we're thinking about. And, and is that kind of plotted out or is that kind of uh, while it's all happening, you're like, you know what this also kind of fits and what I've been reading about and what's touching me and what I want it to kind of reach is that does it happen during the process or is that all kind of thought out ahead of time? Um, I'd say it's like a mix of both. So, um, yeah, that song is obviously about like, you know, touring musicians kind of being broke and then just some of like the mental effects that you kind of like endure, you know, on the road, like you're not near anybody for like, you know, multiple days and in the middle of nowhere, Nebraska or something, you know, kind of right. just hit a breaking point. Um, but yeah, I think, Going back to the video, I, I think that's probably one of my favorite videos we've done just because it really touches on like kind of like the homelessness of like some of the, you know, aspiring musicians and stuff in like L.A. Um, the bridge of that song kind of it originally didn't sound like that um, when we were recording it. But I had this idea to kind of put an ode to or like a, a nod to kind of like some of like the emo rap kind of stuff that's going yeah. on in L.A. and like. I'm kind of, I'm pretty big into like little peeps. So I was like, Hey, what if we like dropped in like a, like this sampled, um, you know, beat type core or bridge part, um, as like a nod to like, you know, like them kind of passing away early, um, the, the lyrics for the bridge or the white lighter and, you know, sitting outside the 27 club essentially. Right. Um, but yeah, like that whole portion of the song kind of got us going in the direction of the, kind of the video direction as well um just because we that's just something that we're kind of been getting into is just um you know people living in these tight-knit communities that can't really pay rent there's like 20 people in like a house and like people work all different types of shifts and you'll see like somebody's recording like a record that's going on soundcloud in you know one room while some other person's trying to sleep because they just worked all night um so that was kind of like that's the bridge of that song and then the video is like a nod to that and just like how we've kind of found inspiration recently from i think that's pretty punk rock like that people do yeah. stuff like that yeah um 
and so yeah that's kind of where that came from it's just a nod to that whole genre of like and like type of you know group like off boy click and everything it's just like we i just find it pretty sick that <laughs> i would never do that but like having you know fly out to la you know sleep on somebody's couch for three months work like some really terrible job and then just like record music with your friends like at night and stuff and it's just i find it just to be like really raw <laughs> yeah yeah uh, yeah that that video hit me uh particularly because like that's that was my life <laughs> Yeah. You know, like I, I, I lived in my van for uh, and, and people who watch the that listen to the show and everything know that um, I lived in my van for six years. Um, I, between wow. my between my van and sleeping in our uh, rehearsal studio. Um, wow. It was, uh, it was like two and a half years, just the van. And then it was van rehearsal studio. And it was also that I could book tours and I had time to do that and stuff. And and uh, and so, you know, it was a. Uh, yeah, I couldn't afford to do anything else. And it was uh, it was it was a by choice thing, which is not everybody can't say that. And that's uh, so that that definitely hits. And, um, you know, and I know I know people that uh, that are in many different kinds of situations. But like watching that video was just kind of like, dude, that was my life. <laughs> it was yeah. my life for so long. Um, and uh, and it kind of like, you know, it, it hit on that. It's it's cool and it's interesting because like, man, there's, I have, I have so many uh, amazing memories of that and I wouldn't change it. And it was great. And it was a really like, I'm so glad that I did it, but also, man, it sucked. And I have horrible <laughs> memories of that too. And it was yeah. really rough. Uh, but so just seeing that video, like really spoke to me in, in, in that way. And uh, you guys, I, I know, and, and I'm sure that people that didn't have the exact kind of experience that I did also got a lot from it. But I can just say for me personally, it was like you guys, you hit every single thing. <laughs> like, yeah, I was like, wow. All right. Well, <laughs> we we kind of, yeah, I was going to say like the, um, I mean, like the message of that song is obviously tailored towards like, you know, touring musicians and people that yeah. kind of live like, an, like an alternative lifestyle, whether that be just like, you know, well, road artists, tripping. Man, or yeah. Things doing whatever they want and mm -hmm. that's what that song is about so i'm that's i mean that's wild that you lived in a van for like six years so props <laughs> yeah man hey you know it's all it's all for the there wasn't a lot going on in indiana so yeah <laughs> my guy I, I was like yo this guy like he was the gold standard for me in my band and i was just kind of like hey uh, you think you're doing hard things in this band when I asked you to put a post up on social media? Yeah, this dude, like, lives in his van. <laughs> yeah, that's, like, extreme dedication. That's amazing. Hey, man. It's all for the cause. All yeah. The cause. Um, uh, speaking of causes, by the way, we we have a cause. We have a sponsor. I, I would, it's not a cause. <laughs> well, our, we're the cause. Right. The sponsor is for our cause. We're going to do this because. <laughs> and if you look up here, Tim, we don't usually have visuals like this. We usually just put a bunch of shit in front of the screen. And those are our sponsors' things. But because okay. we're remote and I don't have all of the things, I do have a thing behind me that shows all of the things. Which is probably a far better... <laughs> It's probably us. an easier solution. We should probably switch that. Just you know. But yes. But yeah, <laughs> Poddex is a, a sponsor of ours, and they're pretty cool. They're 
basically what they are is they're decks of cards, 50 cards in each deck, and they um, they have icebreakers, uh, things for budding podcasters who don't have um, verbal diarrhea like we do. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's a great tool, and you can buy those decks and all those things, but they also have a mobile app, which we haven't used on the show before. Which we're going to use today. The remote. <laughs> You, sir, are the very first guinea pig for the Poddex mobile mobile app. So these are all, if you're watching, these are all parts of their decks that they have available on their mobile app. So uh, what we're going to do is, we, what we usually do is we have you pick a deck and then pick a question. Right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll off like three decks that I think you might find interesting. And then you pick one and, and I'll grab a random question from that one. Yeah, uh, and then you'll answer that question. So, so what what I would usually do is 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 I shuffle the deck. Yes, because right? Jim Jim can't shuffle. I suck at it. He's he's <laughs> awful. Uh, but he's not. He's an awful person. Usually. Uh, but uh, this time, what we're going to do is just let you do it. But um, we do have to remind them. What what, what do we have to rem remind them, Jim? Well, I'm going to pick out the decks this time since I'm not shuffling. So you let them know how it works. Okay. So how it works is you go to poddecks.com. You uh, build a cart full of stuff. You could have pod decks. You can have the app. You can have some of their sweet swag. They give, they've got really cool um, T-shirts and and hats and whatnot. And when, you, when you're all done, you go to the cart and you use the promo code BACON. Because everything's better with bacon. I do that better, I think. You, of course you do. Because I've, I've got a lot of practice. But yeah, everything is better with bacon. Use the promo code BACON and you will get a whopping 10% off your whole entire order. And I got to say, depending on how much you buy, 10% off your order, that's a lot of bazooka. It adds up. It adds up. So, uh, so Tim... Jim's going to, I don't know how he's going to work this. this well, I'm just, I'm looking through all these, I'm looking through all these online decks. There's a lot there. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I'm going to give you three options. I'm um, just looking through and I'm, and after talking to you so far, I'm just grabbing options that I think that you might find interesting. So also one, look him too. There, there's, there's something else that I'm like, I'm itching to ask him about. <laughs> do you want to do that first? No, no, no. Go, go, go. Okay. Go. All right. So, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that I think you might be into hypothetical questions. I think that you might be into this or that. And philosophy or how dare you? How dare you? Yeah, yeah. Say a little louder. Just don't, <laughs> don't mess with your neighbors. Let's do uh, this or that. This That's or that. Fun. Okay. We've never done that one before, so hopefully nope. it doesn't suck. Hopefully it doesn't <laughs> suck. No, it won't suck. It's Poddex. It's great. All right. So, um, headphones or earbuds and why? Mm. Um, earbuds as in, like, AirPods? I think, in, I think I guess any earbuds that would... Yeah. I'd go, uh, I'd go AirPods for sure. I mean, earbuds. Um, 
I probably use like my AirPods every day for like eight to 10 hours. I have them in this nice Dr. Pepper case. Oh, and, that's nice. That's nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're like a lifesaver. I'm also, I do like um, some technical recruiting and stuff too um, when I'm not playing music. So got to talk to people on the phone. Um, and those are just kind of a lifesaver for me. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I, I, I have to say, like, I haven't tried the new AirPods. I remember, like, I had the, I haven't had AirPods for a very long time. I, I went over to like the inner monitors, and I just kind of used those as a, <laughs> as a thing now. Yeah. Um, I, I've heard that the new AirPods are much more comfortable. I know that like the older ones, man, it just started to hurt after like, I mean, an hour, uh, and it would just be like, oh my god, get this out of my face. Yeah. The new ones are pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd highly recommend. I also have in ears, um, like some sure in ears, but I normally just wear those like at shows or something. But right. those are also very nice. I just, I just find that like uh, when it comes to wireless stuff, I know I'm gonna lose something. So I, right. I, I have, I have like two or three different types. I've got actually, so uh, not a sponsor, but we use MEE Audio. Um, yeah, they're very good. They, they're very good, and. Uh, I got their wireless thing, but their the 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 ear um the little pad always falls off. Right. Um, so I gotta go I gotta walk go wired. But luckily their new one, um I can go wired with a single or wired with a double, which is pretty sweet. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, that is pretty nice. Nice little nice little option. Yeah, I haven't seen that. <laughs> uh you have seen it. I use it every week. Right, but you have it on. I, I'm oh, looking. Yeah. I'm looking at you with it right now. Usually, you're next to me. That's true. That's true. I keep. I keep this one out so I can hear him. Why anyone wants to do that? I don't know. It's awful. <laughs> I don't know why I do that. Uh, but but okay. So moving forward. Yes. Uh, I'm I'm looking at your at the screen here, and on top a top of some sort of. Uh, Shelf, there's a group. It that's what it looks like. Hold on, looks like a Slender Man to me. <laughs> oh, it looks like it's a actually a um, it's a wire sculpture that I made when I nice. was like five or no, in the fifth grade. Um, but yeah, he can like bend and stuff. I just kind of let him chill up there. It's just made out of like wire, um, that you would find on a fence, and I've just kept him around. That's did you. Did you make it while taking a uh, a class or something, or are you just naturally crafty? Um, yeah, I'm not naturally crafty. I made it in art class. Um, okay. They were that's just like the project we did. That's like our capstone to go to you know middle school or something. And nice, yeah. my mom had it at her house for a while, and I, I was like, I'll, I'll take that because yeah, because wire sculptures are really cool too. I, I mean, They're I'm not awesome. disappointed yeah. that it's not Groot. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of, I have had a couple people think that it was Groot, so I'm like, maybe I should. I don't know. I like Groot a lot, though. So I would maybe I'll just name him Groot. Oh, I mean, that's how after how many years? What's his name now? Right now, it's just Wire Sculpture Man. That's his. That's his you know, formal name um, a, on his driver license. But right, I might right. have to go with uh, Groot. Yeah, that's his government name. We gotta, <laughs> we gotta free him. Damn the man. Um, so, do, do you do you have like uh, when you're not, you know, recruiting, and you, when you're not doing uh, your music and stuff like that? What what is it that that 
turns everything off. And what's your shut my brain off move? Um, I like playing Tony Hawk a lot. Um, I have like the remastered one nice. or two wow. for PlayStation. Um, I'm also really big into NBA 2K and like Madden. Um, but that kind of comes and goes depending on what's happening. Um, I like, I'm really big into, um, really terrible shark movies and I'm really big into Jurassic Park. Ooh, so nice. I, saw I saw the Jaws poster behind, behind you, Jim. Yes, this is a, this is a Jaws household. <laughs> we have, uh. We have cells from the film here. Oh wow! Uh, and with signatures from the cast on there it's as well. Big. <laughs> um, my uh, my girlfriend has two Jaws tattoos. Damn! Uh, That's how <laughs> yeah, and she has three tattoos. <laughs> so two, out of two of them are Jaws. Are Jaws. <laughs> One is a black heart on her wrist. Um, because uh, she works for uh, the Blackhearts, so she has a big Jaws tattoo on her shoulder, and then she has a Jaws tattoo like on her leg that is um, the the chalk draw, draw, drawing from in the movie when they were talking about it, and Quint was showing it on the board. It's like that really like rudimentary little drawing. Yeah, and she got that in a van on Warp Tour. <laughs> Go figure. Yeah, <laughs> that's sick. I have a um. I have like a Jaws like dress shirt and it just says like we're gonna need a bigger boat and it's nice. um, it has like the logo and everything, but I wear it sometimes to like meetings and stuff and people are like, What is that? I'm like, if you know, you know. Um, yeah. I feel like man, if if you don't know that line, if, if of well, all right. the Jaws, <laughs> yeah, your bigger boat, if you don't know that line, we're not gonna work together. Yeah. <laughs> This might not work out. Yeah, it's just not going to be a good time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so yeah, we got a lot of we got a lot of jaws here, a lot of jaws and a lot of superheroes in this place. That's that's, that's what we up. do. But uh, Jurassic Park too, man. We are huge Jurassic Park we, people. We actually a couple of weeks ago we had we had a dude with with a Jurassic Park tattoo. He had um, Mr. Uh, Mr. DNA. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. He tattooed on it, <laughs> which is sick. Yeah. And, and like, it's one of those things where it's like, Mr. DNA is awesome, right? But he's not necessarily something that, like, you think, oh, I've got a Jurassic Park thing. And you think, okay, there's T-Rex, or oh, it's a Gates, or oh, it's a this, right, or oh, right. it's that. Mr. DNA is, like, the low-key, wow, this is awesome. Yeah, oh, 100%. Yeah, he's, um, I don't know if y'all have ever done played the Lego Jurassic World. Yes, like, yeah. But he's like in that as like basically like the do it all. Yeah, yeah, he lets you know um, everything. He lets yeah, you know everything, yeah. but he's also a playable character. Yes, I learned yeah. that. So my son, my son plays uh, Jurassic. His his life is Jurassic World. So the PS4 game was his life for so long. And when we first got it, he was younger. He didn't really get how to do things, and he'd always just be like, "Daddy, figure this out," and he pull me downstairs and we go and we start playing and I'd be like, okay, what you have to do is this, 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 and this. And I'd fail the mission. And then he'd be like, oh, that's, that's what you have to do. Cool. And he's just like, bloop, 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 bloop. up he'd go. Hit the checkpoint. That's how you do it. It's like, <laughs> oh, okay, cool. I'm just a, a pawn. Great. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, that game's, uh, 
is takes quite a while to finish. I feel like I spent it's a, a long, long, long time on it. I gotta say the Lego games have been pretty sweet. Like some of them, when they get them right, they get them right. Uh, yeah. Jurassic Park was really, really good. I also like the the DC villain one that they they came out with. Uh, I think two years ago, they came out with that. Yeah, um, see that one. I I remember it was like it was like right at the beginning of the pandemic, and it was like, well, we're getting this, and we're playing this every day, all day. Yeah. Uh, but that was a really cool one too, where you're playing all the villains, so you get to like be the so, Joker and be. So Harley Gavin Jane. Gavin actually hasn't gone back to Jurassic Park. And I have a follow-up story that's very funny too. That Apple doesn't fall far from the tree, but so um, he got like eighty-something percent done with with a file. And one day he just like went in. He's like, "I just wanna, I wanna do, uh, you know, my son's eight, and he's like, I just want to do a new thing. I want to start from the beginning." So he started, and. By mistake, he overwrote his main, oh. and he was like, "I didn't know what overwrite means." And I said, "Overwrite? You'd never overwrite. <laughs> no, no, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it." So yeah, that that was his thing. So he lost everything, but uh, also uh, his mother, uh, Jen, my wife, it, 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 she is all about like the the old video games like the the consoles the um Nintendo Super Nintendo all that kind of stuff she was really far along in Mario World and she lost all of her saves and sure enough she hasn't played it since so uh, as soon as she was just like I'm not going to fucking play this anymore and and Gavin also was like I got so far, and now I started a new mission. I, by mistake, did this. I'm not going to play this anymore. I was like, Apple doesn't fall far from the tree. <laughs> it's yeah, overwhelming. It takes a while. That Jurassic, I mean, it takes like literally, like a, I feel like a year almost. Like it's a long time. Are yeah. you a, uh, Tim, are you a like a hundred percenter with video games? or are I am, you... unfortunately. <laughs> I, um, I'm doing that right now with Tony Hawk. So it's, pain yeah well, so i have <clears throat> excuse me i actually haven't downloaded the new tony hawks so are you on one because tony hawk 2 was kind of like my gold standard if you yeah will. mainly um, the soundtrack but I, mean, I enjoy both of them like i just like playing any tony hawk game i pretty much have like every single one um even like you know american wasteland and you know yeah. underground and all that but um i think they did a really good job just remastering it and making it interesting and there's a ton of different like options for the game you can do and they have like the online multiplayers okay so that's pretty like cool it. yeah you should definitely get it if you're bored one day Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's what yeah. i want to do i'm uh, super excited actually because uh later this year they're gonna release the cowabunga uh, cowabunga cowabunga edition of all of the ninja turtle ninja turtle games Wow. So they're doing yeah. uh, NES, all four, uh, four or five games. They're doing Game Boys, Genesis, Super Nintendo, the arcade games, everything. And it's like 40 bucks, and it's like 16 games. That's a deal. That is a deal. I'm That's excited. nuts. I'm stoked. Mike is a huge uh, Ninja Turtles guy. Yeah. Okay. 
I don't know this one. Probably the biggest Ninja Turtle guy that I've ever met, which is pretty sick. Like Ninja Turtles is awesome. So yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I I don't I don't do like other games too. Like Jim Jim's all about like the first persons and and the big like fantasy games and stuff like that. Uh, give me a side scroll. <laughs> I'm I'm happy with side scroll. Give me a fighting game. That that that's my jam. Man, Horizon Forbidden West is my jam right now. Did that just come out? Yeah, yeah. I, I just got it, and it's it's sick. It's it's crazy good. Is it worth getting? I saw yes. it. It looked pretty cool. It's definitely worth getting. I don't have it on PS5 because I can't get a PS5 because no one can get a PS5. Which sons of bitches. <laughs> but uh, if you get it for PS4, it comes with a free upgrade to 5. Okay. So I was like, all right, cool. I'll grab it. Might but as well. it's, it's definitely worth it. It's definitely cool if you like, if you are a... Uh, third person story based type of gamer if you like those kind of games uh, okay. those are my like I love those I love like the Spider-Man game and and uh, uh, Last of Us and like those those games are my jam like those that's my probably my go to for gaming and then yeah. uh, after that it's probably like third person and then like I, I also love like the Tony Hawk back in the crazy taxi days like all the all those, all those games where like you can connect songs to them, as the first time you've heard a song, people will be like, "Where's that song from?" And you're like, "Ah, Vice City. That's where that song's from." And they're like, yeah. "No, it isn't. That song was a hit at this point in time." And you're like, "Vice City, man. That's where Vice it's from. That's what it's from. That's from Tony um, Hawk, man. That's what yeah. it's from." Also, so you guys are obviously foodies. You talked about all sorts of stuff. So, so Jim, I know you've got a food question for him, a very serious culinary question here. Oh, I did. Now, now, I I went in and I and I read a couple interviews and I listened to a couple podcasts, but I didn't uh, see very many that you were involved in, and you were not the person that was involved in these uh, culinary exploits here. So, you're a good person to ask. Um, as far as the band goes, if, if you have a choice, mm-hmm. Flamin' Hot's Cheetos versus Purple Bag Doritos, those uh, Sriracha, what is that? The Sriracha Hot? Sweet, sweet, sweet chili. Sweet chili sweet Doritos. Chili. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're going with the Doritos. Um, Travis actually brings a bag on every tour that we go on of that. He's the, one, he's the one that said that, that, that brought that no, up. He was like, no, this has to be on tour. Yeah, he. Um, yeah, I, we don't really do. I don't really eat flaming hot um, Cheetos, but like, if I might steal a couple of Doritos for sure. So right. I get that. <laughs> nice. Dude, those those sweet chili ones are sick. We're we're food people too, so like we. Oh, yeah. Well, Buffalo Wild Wings for a little while actually had, um, like their, they had like a wing based on that. But all they did, apparently, and I found this out from my coworkers, is all they did was take a little like condiment cup, cup, and like crushed Doritos in it and put it in, and then put it on the wing. So it was one of their flavors that they already had, and then like their Thai chili thing that they already had, and then you just like, and that was it. Buffalo Wild Wings is bush league. Bush yeah, it is. Like a cop out. Yeah, it like- is a total cop out. If if I had ever ordered that, I'd just be like, lame. <laughs> <It's> yeah. <so> lame. <laughs> yeah. 
Can't do it. Can't do it. All right. Uh, so I, I got two more things for you and then we'll let you go and we'll let you we'll let you have the rest of your evening. Uh, and, and we've taken up a lot of your time. So one is just a quick uh, because you're a Jurassic Park fan. I recently just saw the uh, the trailer for the new one. Have you seen the trailer? Mm-hmm. And are you um, were you freaking out the, the way that I was freaking out when I when I saw that trailer? I was like, oh, shit. Oh, oh, without spoiling. Yeah, those. I was going to say, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised um you know seeing dr grant um you know mm-hmm. ian malcolm's back in it Jeff Goldblum, and um i forget what that other lady that other lady's name is um i just call her like poop lady because that's what she, yeah, she you know what i'm talking about um, right yeah, yeah so yeah i was like oh wow this is like this is gonna hurt when this movie ends, but let's get it going. Yeah, right. <laughs> like it's I, everybody's trying to get their end game thing. <laughs> is yeah, you know, like, like let's it. bring them all in. Let's bring them all back. Uh, but yeah, I, I I saw that trailer too, and I was just like, oh, oh, gets me all these all I mean, these all these feelings happen, and you're like, yes, I can't wait. Can I yeah. wait for this mix of the old um old cast and then obviously the world cast so have you been digging have you been digging the world series um i really liked your, the first one yeah the second one i thought it was um it was like kind of hit and miss i don't really watch that one like i don't think it has like a ton of replay value for me personally just because uh it's i feel like it's less about the dinosaurs and more about like the um the story yeah like the story right. and it's kind of darker like thematically i feel um yeah I just want to see a T-Rex tear up some people and, you know, call, you know, go crazy. So right, that's what exactly. I'm all about. <laughs> yeah, give me what I want. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully the, this next one is like, I mean, they have velociraptors running around, you know, the woods. So yeah, I, I, all bets are off. I, I, I love that, uh, that this one, I, I, I wasn't a super fan of the second one coming to America and giving me a Godzilla moment. I, I, I didn't need that. I was like, all right. Man. But yeah. now the way that they told this, I am really excited to see um, the impact of dinosaurs on our world, you know, with them all coming over and it being like a real thing um, yeah. where it's like nature taking it back. You know, I, I think that's pretty cool. Um, you know, somehow nature's going to kill us, so why not dinosaurs? <laughs> Honestly, might as well. Why not dinosaurs? So I'm very excited to check that out. All right, last yeah. last question for you, and we'll get back to banned things on this question. Um, I uh, I wanted to ask you about um, the video for Lie Away Out, because it is out now, and that's what everybody needs to go check out and is a great introduction to you guys. If they don't know the music, um, if they do, it's a great song and it's a great video. Uh, I thought it was cool how the video seems very like almost inspired at first. It was kind of like, Oh, this is kind of like the pandemic type thing where everybody's in a different area. And, and so like, that was my mindset when I first started watching it. But then when I was listening to the lyrics and like another watching, I was like, Oh wait, no, it's not, really that it seems more like it's like uh the song has a very like um about crisis feel to it uh and and it almost feels like okay so it's we're not specifically like oh we're all in different rooms because of a pandemic it's almost like we're all in our different spaces uh emotionally trapped pulling ourselves out and and 
were making noise to get out, lie away out, all of that mixed with this interesting lyric of lie your way out, which is, um, can be heard a bunch of different ways. I, I try not to put meaning on it because I like people to be able to get their own meanings and I don't want to know what it's about. Like, I don't, I don't want to know if it's not anything that I'm saying, I'd rather not. Um, but what I wanted to ask is since you guys all kind of have a hand in lyric writing sometimes, and you're all a part of the writing process and you're all such a big part of these songs, is your writing, uh, again, is it is it based on mostly personal experience and then trying to move out from there? Uh, you're all poets, so are, are we approaching things from a poetic standpoint where we're looking at, okay, we have a theme or a story or something and we're going to find an interesting and creative way to tell it? Um, you know, how much of that is, again, pre-planned and thought out and, and worked through from beginning till the end product and how much of it is started kind of like open and then different people point in different directions and you all kind of go, oh yes, this is it. That's the way. Let's hang a left here. I like that idea. Like what, how does that kind of work? If Does that make sense the way I asked that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'll try and not, you know, get over the meaning of that song, I guess, just so I like to have people interpret it, the music, however they'd like to. Yeah. Um, and whatever the lyrics mean to you is totally fun. So, um, yeah, I mean, we're, that, that's a, that song touches on mental health, obviously, and kind of just being isolated and alone. Um, you can kind of tell in the video where there's never any group shots, um, and that's intentional because we're trying to paint this picture of, you know, isolation. People are going through their own, you know, things kind of like in their head on a day to day basis. And, you know, sometimes we're not totally like thrilled to be, you know, playing music or just, you know, doing day to day tasks. And it, it just takes like a toll. Um, so, yeah, that that song, um, we had the concept for it for quite a while. Um, and we, we 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 like to touch on just like mental health and just um, kind of things we're kind of feeling. Um, so when we went in the studio, that was a song that we had really planned out, like as far as like the lyrical content that had been written even before the music. And then we kind of matched the um, like the music to the lyrics. We just wanted to be a little bit um I guess more darker, um, especially some of like the picked out notes and stuff, just making it a little more heavier, I guess. I don't, I don't know how to say it. <laughs> more reflective. Gotcha. Um, so I don't, does that answer the question? I'm, I'm not even sure. <laughs> I um, yeah. I mean, yeah. like it's, there's, there's no, uh, you know, there's no wrong answering to the question. I just, I, I found it interesting. And so I always like to get into, um, I'm a songwriter, so I like to get into the head of other songwriters and see kind of like a little bit about their process, especially when they work in terms of a group doing it, because um, I've I've always kind of like brought songs to a band. Right. And it's been like, OK, here's I wrote lyrics and, and here's a melody and here's a progression. And now as a band, let's tear that apart and put it back together and figure out what we want to do with it. Um, but lyrics have always been super personal to me. So it's interesting to me to talk to anybody that one writes lyrics, but even more so when you have a band that um, kind of is coming at it in a different way than I've done it. Uh, just because I like to learn about that shit. And yeah. I hate telling people what songs are about because I don't want to be the guy 
that ruins a song for you because it means something to you. And when you ask me if that's what it is, I go, oh no, not at all. And then now you don't get to have that attachment anymore. I'd hate to be that person. So, yeah. so that's why that's why I was like, don't tell me what it's about. Okay. Right. Um, <laughs> don't don't blow it for me. <laughs> yeah, as far as the song songwriting goes for that, I think um Travis had like presented the idea. Um Travis and John worked on that song maybe like four years ago. And it's just like a really personal track for um Travis. So we mm -hmm. really wanted to just be able to hash it out and like spend proper time on it. Um so we he, they wrote all the lyrics quite a while ago and they had like that the melody for the chorus and everything kind of picked out a long time ago um but yeah when we were in the studio we actually like we referenced a demi lovato song when we were kind of like molding that song out which i think is really funny because I, nice. I don't go out of my way to listen to her but um john was like yeah let's try this and it was like just the way the melody was it kind of like went i don't know it just kind of clicked and they were like all right let's build it out um kind of have you know sadder verses and then the really big like kind of stadium rock type chorus or something and just kind of see where it goes nice, nice. Very cool. cool man uh yeah. well yeah we've taken up plenty of your time thank you so yes. much for hanging with us we appreciate it very much absolutely uh, yeah this was a super fun um chat i definitely appreciate um you know y'all having me on and y'all y'all are cool i hang out with you in real life so <laughs> yeah man like, like honestly so Let's do it again. You, you we'll 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 have our people talk to your people. Right, right. We'll down, and I will bring. I will have my bandmates actually join me. No, don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. I missed it. Like they you. missed out. <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> all good. So, uh, before we sign off here, can you please let everybody know where they can find everything? Tall Tale. Tell Tale. Yeah, we're. Um, you can find us on Spotify at Tell Tale. We're also on. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Telltale RBA. And we also have a website, www.telltalerva.com. And if you want to pick up a shirt or something, it's totally on there. So, um, yeah, we're pretty accessible too, as far as like personal accounts go. Sweet. Um, so, before we sign off here, we did say there was going to be a test. Okay. Yeah, that's true. I didn't said. <laughs> Jim, you want to tell them what that test is? Well, the test is the test that everybody goes through every single day. Just to try and make your day a little bit better, you have to ask yourself one question. And that one question can really improve your life if you figure it out. Do you, Tim, remember what that question is? I don't know. It's something What's to do your it's bacon? Bacon. Yeah, what's your bacon? It's okay. What's your bacon? Always remember, ask yourself, everybody listening, every single day. It'll improve. It'll improve your life. I promise. Well, I don't promise. Don't quote me on it or anything like that. But seriously, just ask yourself, what's your bacon? I'll do that tomorrow morning when I sign on for work. Nice. <laughs> and there you have it. Uh, we're going to rush this outro. Yeah. Where can we... they find you? Me personally, you can find your find me at me my own self Mike on all the social platforms. Uh, my band at something heavy music, something heavy you could find on all digital streaming platforms. Jimsy, what about you and your things? You can find me. Jimmy G's Shoes on all the socials. You can find my band Craving Strange at cravingstrange.net, which will give you links to all the socials and our new single, I Run Away, which is out now. You can check out it's my great. 
other band, Crash Transit, who just put out a new record called Lightspeed. Mm -hmm. uh, definitely check that out. You can check out Bacon Is My Passion, which is me and Mike's passion project yes. of music that started this whole shebang. Indeed. It's also on all streaming platforms. Check that out. If you're listening to this podcast on streaming platforms, give us those five-star reviews. If you want to check out what we look like or what any of our guests look like, check out StrangerhoodTV.com or big YouTube. special thank you to our BIMP squad over on Patreon. Oh, that's a, that's that alarms for them. Woohoo! Yeah. Uh, whoop, whoop. <laughs> Thank you, Patreons. Uh, you can go over there. Bacon is my uh, patreon.com bacon, slash bacon is my podcast. And you can get extra shows, early access, extended shows, commercial free shows, live streams, all sorts of fun stuff. And, Absolutely. Uh, and it helps keep the lights on and it helps keep our glasses full. And until then, keep in the conversation. Please. Hashtag what's your bacon? Keep in the conversation with Bacon Pod. And please, like you were about to say. I was going to say, and I totally forgot that. Thank you for telling me and reminding me. <laughs> but until then, always remember to ask yourself the one most important question of the day. This is what rushing sounds like. What's your bacon? We're done.